everyone. It's Alex, and welcome back to A Second Life. For this episode, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a backstory on what happened to me, what happened to my family, what happened to my dad. I already did an episode on this backstory, but there is no video version of that, and that version was made about a year ago. And I love the idea of videos now because I feel like that is a way easier place for people to you know like watch and be comfortable and vulnerable and more into it um if you can see my face and see you know who I am what I look like when I'm when I'm telling you this story I want to connect with whoever's watching and listening more um as I share this story and and the purpose of this is to um be vulnerable and motivate others to be more vulnerable and kind of hear exactly what I went through and what I experienced. And I think it's super, super, I'm going to be saying this so many times throughout this entire podcast, how important vulnerability is and how important it is to talk about like trauma and how important it is to talk about, you know, things that have hurt us and bad things that have happened to us. Cause I feel like that's, that's growth and, you know, talking about it and talking about it, getting into it and being more aware. I think it's so, it's so important for you as a person trying to heal to be able to open that door and to access those memories. They hurt, but although those days and those experiences will forever haunt us and forever hurt us and be the strangest and most painful of of days and memories talking about it more creates less of a fear I believe of those stories and what happened and it's just it's I think I just believe that it's super important to to talk about these things and it's going to be super emotional and super hard, but we're going to do it because it's super important for me um, as someone who's talking about all these topics and so many of these harsh and raw, raw things that you know where it's coming from and you know, and I want you to know that it's coming from a, you know, trusted source, I would say, um, I'm not talking based off of other people's experiences. I'm talking based off of mine. And all trauma, all experiences are worthy of talking about and honoring. So that's what's going to happen. And yeah, so let's get into it. So it was November 24th of 2020. This was COVID was spiked up again. It was it was pretty yeah COVID was pretty intense at this time it was back on the rise and there were several restrictions so many things going on that's just a you know kind of setting up the scene I had just come home from my first semester of sophomore year in college we because of COVID we had our Thanksgiving breaks and our winter breaks connected so that when instead of having a one-week break for students to go home and contract the virus and come on back to school and spread it they had everyone 
go home for Thanksgiving and stay home for Christmas, New Year's, everything, and then come back later for the second semester. And that's what happened. So we went home and I was home for about two days. I lived back and forth with my mom and my dad, but I went to my dad's house at the time. And my dad was like the greatest person in the world. He wasn't perfect, but it was who he was, his his flaws and his imperfections, everything about him that made him the best and most perfect dad and person ever. And growing up, I was always a daddy's girl. I was very, very close with my dad. We had some on and off years went through things I feel like sometimes we forget that parents are like humans too and they're like people too that have like feelings and go through those like weird emotions and experiences just as you they're just like older than you and it doesn't mean they like know everything they know more than we do but they're still figure everyone's still no no matter how old you are you're still figuring out life and He was just my protector. He was the funniest human being I've ever met. He was the weirdest human being I've ever met. He was the strongest person I've ever met internally and physically. He was totally jacked. He was shredded. He worked so hard for that. Um, Totally jacked, I have to say it, because I know he wants me to mention that, and I have to, because if you knew him, he was totally jacked and shredded and had lots of awesome awesome tattoos he was just the coolest guy ever he was the loudest person ever pissing him off was like a death wish honestly literally if it was up to me when he was alive it's like you pissed dad off or a night in jail the fact that i have to think about that says something (laughs) he was just oh my goodness he was he killed it he was a businessman he was in the car business he was just the best everyone loved him best boss greatest guy ever so many people looked up to him he never failed anyone never disappointed anyone he was like the one you could always trust and the one you could always count on for anything especially laughter he was literally the funniest and like weirdest person ever yeah that like that like that dad humor he was he's a jewish dad he had that like stereotypical like jewish middle-aged man humor ruthless ruthless but hilarious hilarious and he was always very straightforward with me and very strict he didn't want me to be a he would always say he didn't want me to be like a spoiled brat he wanted me to be appreciative of everything and respectful of all people um sometimes you know what was harsh but always got you know like the right the right point across and got you know through to me and I just I learned everything from him like he was just 
I think about him and of course it's because he's passed away that I get overwhelmed and emotional and because I miss him but like who he was just thinking about him as a person like brings me to like an overwhelming like emotional state like internally like I can't even explain like what my what my soul does and what my mind and body does every time I bring him up just because of how extraordinary of a person he was and he was just the best and if I if I gave more information about him if I talked more about him and said everything like I would actually be here for weeks months so that's the story so it was yeah it was two days after I got home it was November 24th 2020 and everything was great my dad was so happy that I was home He was so happy that I was home, and he was so happy. He was one of the most amazing things I'll get back to. is like everything at this time was right in his life. He always had some kind of imbalance. If work was going great, his love life wasn't or he was worried about me or if I was doing great work would be awful or something with our family wouldn't be going or he would have internal struggles like there was never were all the boxes checked in his life never until this time when I came home all of his like he was literally with like his end game person um his girlfriend Daniil and had an amazing amazing relationship with her and her family as did I and as do I to this day his friends were doing good kicking ass at work looked shredded as ever of course just looked amazing I was happy I was doing awesome. I was doing the best I ever ever have in school and, you know, physically and mentally that I ever have in my life. I was, he was so happy. Everything was so good. Family was good. Everyone was happy and healthy. Like, everyone was good. Everything was good. And he was so, everyone always talks about it. He was so strangely peaceful those two day those two days I was home every everyone even thought so my my mom said the same thing as well like he was so chill on the phone he was so nice he wanted to talk to everyone for a while he was just it was a it was a really it was a good few days at home we went axe throwing and we hung out luckily we had a Sunday together which was the last day I was with him was that Sunday, 20th, no, 22nd, 22nd of November. We hung out and did a bunch of fun things, and he was so happy I was home. So before I went back in the house, and he was going to go 
back out and hang out with his girlfriend and her family because I was exhausted. He just like still gave me a big hug, although I was home. I remember he was wearing like a a gorilla hoodie because he like is what was is a gorilla, whatever. And gave me like the biggest hug, and I can still feel that hug to this day. And I just went inside, called it a day, hung out, chilled, was content, so happy to be home. Everything was good. And then the 24th came of November. It was Tuesday. I'd woken up. I went to work out with one of my best friends at one of my dad's best friend's gyms. And we we set him a selfie all together. And he was so happy. And he was having a good day from everyone he talked to. Everyone, everyone managed to talk to him that day, which is, like, amazing, obviously. And. And then after, you know, I texted him about the workout and everything, a few hours pass, and I didn't talk to anyone, I didn't talk to him, and everything's good, everything's normal, everything's how it's supposed to be. And I was driving home, and suddenly, out of nowhere, it started, like, raining, and it got really dark. Keep in mind, my... Also, one more thing before I get into this about him. He was the healthiest, strongest, most powerful dude. He was such a strong, just he was so healthy. Just like literally like the badass like of the world. <laughs> he took such good care of himself. But um, I was driving home and... I got a call from Daniil, and it was really weird because at the time we weren't as close yet. We were never on, like, a calling basis. We were just kind of, like, texting each other. And um, I don't like to use my phone at all when I'm driving. And so I didn't answer. I was And I, like, was like, okay, like, I'm, 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 I was 30 seconds from pulling onto my street and answering. And, um... And then I got another call after I declined it. And I was like, okay, this is okay. She's weird. We know when something's off. I answer the phone. She's like, hey, um, did, ha- did anyone call you? Have, you? have you heard from anyone? Have you heard from your dad or anything? And I'm like, no, no, what's going on? What's going on? She's like, um, Ben, his, his trainer, um, called and your dad passed out at the gym and he's like on the way to the hospital and he wasn't responding and no one knows what's going on but I think I'm gonna go to the hospital and 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 check out what's happening and go visit him and 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 see what's going on like do you want me to come pick you up she lived about 25 minutes away from me and he was working in Indiana and the location he was at was about one hour away, an hour and 20, no, an hour and 15 minutes away from where we lived. He made that commute every day. Yep. And she's like, we have to go. Like, he's at the hospital in Indiana, of course, an hour and 15, like hour and 15, 20 minutes away. And I was like, what? Like, my dad's had like some problems in the past and everything, but passing out at the gym, that's, never happened before and it made, it made me terrified um 
something came over me. I started sobbing, sobbing. And I was like, everything's going to be fine. But something was just like overwhelming. Like my body was like forcing itself. Like I was so sad and scared. And so I waited at home and she picked me up and the way that she, her body language and everything, she was terrified. She was very, she's tough. And it scared me how scared she was. And I could just tell. We barely, we didn't even talk for like the first 20 minutes. Then the weather got really shitty. We got on the highway. Moving on, moving on. We got a call from the trainer. And he was like, they still haven't woken him up. Like, you guys got to get down here. Like, the nurse really wants you guys to come here. That's terrifying to hear that, you know, the nurse is urging you to come and see your family member in the hospital. Um, and we were like, what is what is happening? Like, what is happening right now? And he was like, we don't know. Like, you just, you got to get here. You got to get here. You got to get here. We're freaking out. We get on the highway. Starts, literally turns pitch black. Starts thundering lightning, storming, pouring rain, dead silent, freaking out, going 100 miles an hour. And then she gets a call from the trainer again. I will never forget this. Never forget this. And I look at her. I remember, like, the side of her face as she picked up the phone. I've never seen her cry or, like, have emotion like that. Like, screaming and crying. What? What? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Instantly sobbing, looks at me. He didn't make it. Oh, my God. He didn't make it. He didn't make it. They said he didn't make it. And I was like, I looked her like, Imagine hearing this. Like, I shut down. I start screaming. I'm like, what? What did you, like, what the hell are you, like, what did you just, like, what is happening? And she's like, oh, my God, Alex, Alex, I'm so sorry. She's sobbing. She's sobbing. I'm like, I'm, like, thinking in my head, like, what are you sorry about? Like, what is happening? Like, what do you mean he didn't make it? Like, this is instantly shut down. My body goes into survival mode. I've just been told that my dad didn't make it. Can't be. And they were like, the doctor has to come. The doctor has to come. It's he, they called it like, that's it. Like he didn't make it. He didn't make it. You have to get here. Like he did not make it. Like he passed away. Like that's it. I, that's a feeling I can't explain besides completely shutting down. And my body just went into survival mode. I went completely, completely numb. 
I couldn't talk. I couldn't I couldn't do anything. I took her hand. I remember I put my hand on like the car. And the only th- the only thing for the last 30 minutes of the ride which felt like 6 hours was just we got to get there. We got to get there. We got to get there. We're sobbing, we're frozen, we're screaming. Can't see anything. Only thing I could say is we got to get there. We got to get there. We got to get there. We just have to get there. Parts I was convinced wrong guy. He's going to wake up. I had to call my mom. It's like how do you I had to call my mom. I was like I was like earlier when I told you that like that dad passed that that dad passed out like they just said he didn't make it she starts freaking out wrong guy no way no way no way wrong guy no and I'm like you just gotta come I'm hanging up just gotta come hug up mom's on the way I start getting calls from like my uncle his brother and my aunt and my family and they're just like Alex we're so sorry we're so sorry I'm like everyone needs to stop what the like what are you sorry for like this cannot be happening like this cannot be happening this cannot be happening to this day it was just the most strange weird sibling exercise like we're sorry we're sorry we're sorry I'm just like guys what's happening what's happening like are you okay I'm like no, no, everyone's calling me, crying, screaming, like, I just kept saying, like, I can't talk, I just have to get there, I have to get there, I need to see it, like, I have no idea what's happening, no idea what's happening, like, and we pull into the hospital, and I sprint inside, and luckily, thank God, we were in the state of Indiana, because at that time, they did allow people to go see, like, you know, people that have, like, passed away like bodies and they allowed that thank god and I just went in the waiting room at all the people that were with him and they said we're like what happened they were like they were like Alex we were there we were there we were at the gym with him we don't know what happened we he was just standing wasn't even in the process of actually working out and he was just standing and all of a sudden he turns like white and then looks down and drops to his knees and they go, Glenn, Glenn, are you okay? Said, no. It falls forward. And they turn him over and they try to do CPR and he's blue already. He had a widowmaker heart attack and like, we tried everything, the ambulance, everything. Like, we couldn't do anything. Like, it was just, it didn't, that was it. That was it. He didn't complain about anything before. It was just that. And I sat in that waiting room. And they literally, they, they brought me a bag of all of his clothes. His chain that he wore every day since his bar mitzvah. Which is like 13. His phone, everything. Like, 
The second I saw that chain, that was it. I was losing my mental mind. I was losing my mind. I sat there in defeat. I couldn't even. I couldn't even see. My eyes were swollen, basically swollen shut. I was just waiting to get back there. I had no effing clue what was going on. I sat there just holding my dad's stuff, his clothes, everything. Him, I was holding his stuff. I could smell like the sweat, everything. Like I was holding it. And they were like, you could go back there. And then there he was. Laying your hand on someone's chest who is like one of the most important people in your life. And not feeling a heartbeat. Right there is the lowest I've ever felt in my life. screaming how much I loved him and hit the floor everything we don't need to get into more about that but I literally don't know I was I nearly almost ended up in the hospital like in that hospital hospital as well and they were like you gotta go we have to go home and like you have to we, we have to take him away and that's like oh my god I just I just remember my hand on his tattoos and looking at them and just knowing like this is the last time I'm gonna see the tattoos like this is it this is it I just remember looking at them and touching them oh my god he was already getting cold ah. Uh. I had to go home. I just sit in the car for an hour and fifteen minutes. My mom was driving; she couldn't. She couldn't. Thank God, I had other people in the car, and they were just like holding me up, like from the seat, arms around me, just like literally. I don't remember the ride home. Neither does my mom. No one in the car. No one. No one knows how they got home. No one. I remember in the waiting room, my Uncle Scott ran in. But he went and grabbed my hands right away, his brother. He said, we're going to take care of you, I promise. He said, we're going to take care of you. And then he went and said goodbye to his brother. And then... My uncle, that was my uncle Scott, who then passed away exactly a week short, a year later, from my dad's date. The same way, heart attack. And I just went home, I, calling my friends. I, I could only call one person. Called one of my friends. Picked a random one. I called. Said, I was screaming. He didn't make it. He, my dad died. He didn't make it. They all knew what was going on. They 
I said, you got to call everybody else. I need people at my house. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to die. Like get to my, like, I need people waiting in my drive. Like I, this is what happened. I'm hanging up. Everybody, the most wonderful people, everybody. I had like 15 people waiting at my door when I pulled into my driveway. Everyone just was wait. They were waiting. They didn't, obviously they didn't know. Like what were like, they were probably terrified to see me coming to the house, his house, our house that we, everyone would come to every day. And I had to go back and he's not coming back. I'm forever grateful that I went straight to my house. Straight to that house. I didn't sleep there, but I went there. Exposure therapy, I am so glad that I went to that house. Glad I did not develop a fear of it. I went there right away. Right away. They held me. We all cried and screamed and... That was it. Couldn't eat. Could barely sleep. Had to take medication. Shaking. Whatever. The worst possible condition I could be in. (sighs) I have words for everything, but I don't have words for this. This is just like crazy. But I always feel such a sense of peace and relief after I tell that story. (sighs) I can tell it so much better now, and I kind of clean up and, you know, get better after I'm already, like, you know, drying up a little bit. But such an intense story, and and it's so hard. It's hard to tell, but it's much easier now, and I find so much just... Or just like peace being able being able to tell that story and to talk about it. Talking about our traumatic experience our traumatic experiences creates a lot of awareness and makes us just like way more comfortable and stronger as people. And um I think it's super important if you're able to bring yourself to share anything from your experiences, like do it because it, it helps. It helps understanding and analyzing everything and yeah I think that was it but I'm gonna you know get into more later on in future episodes you know what I after I woke up how did I get through that day and the next day, and the next day, and nights, and mornings, afternoons, uh, you have to take it minute by minute, hour by hour, and day by day. So, yeah, that's, that is the day that I lost my dad, that is everything that happened, that is my experience. That is what has now shaped me into who I am today. And the start of 
my second life. So thank you for taking time to listen to my story, my dad's story, my family's story, and being vulnerable with me and open and accepting of me being vulnerable with you, honoring my emotions and what I say. This is scary, but I know that the more that I I talk about it, the more that I do it, more people are going to be open to doing it, and there's going to be a lot more healing and a lot more peace and a lot more happiness and growth. So every time you see someone posts on social media the purpose of this whole storytelling every time you see someone post something on social media or you hear news that someone has passed away it's not just an instagram post and it's not just a sorry here for you text or a heart emoji on their photo it's likely could it's close similar it's it's a process like that what I just said for a lot of people so treat everyone with with kindness and be extra extra careful extra careful with them that's just what I'm trying to get at it's not just it's not just something you see or something that happens to someone it's something happened to a family to a person And it's important to know that anytime you see something like that happen. So that's the point of me sharing that with you. So thank you so much. I look forward to less tears in my future content. And yeah, that's it.